Jake Long, NoCo Softball, rolling out early about 5 a.m., headed back from Corky's, the C division up here in Faribault, Minnesota. Want to first off say thank you to the Pioneer Auto, Jeremiah and the boys for having me run along with them. They needed a couple of pickups, so Stephen Felty and I got to hook on with them for the weekend. So again, appreciate it, guys. Results weren't, were not what we were looking for but it was a good time had and a lot of great ball played so thank you guys i appreciate you letting an old dog come run with you young dogs um let's see saying it's sunday at about 5 a.m had teas last night beat the monster team put them out so teas moving on to sunday championship play i know Twisted Lasers, I believe, is sitting three and one in C. I think Carmichael's is like four and one in the D and E. Uh, Slims, I believe, is still playing. Nelson CPA is still playing. So a lot of a lot of ball still being played by local area teams. So good luck today on Championship Sunday and go get that hardware and bring it back down south. Um, just kind of an overall rundown wanted to get with you guys been a minute um came up here to Corky's wanted to get you know pretty much one last run in it see what it was all about I hadn't been here in many years it's if you haven't done it do it once you owe yourself a favor it's how things should be run I mean it's controlled chaos but it's as I said it's controlled Lauren does a great job his staff the umpires really I, I have zero complaints uh, heard wasn't locals but I thought something that was funny that was a complaint was fields got behind on game times and I mean it was it was getting pretty bad but we're going to talk about this for a second so yeah you have a field get like an hour and 40 minutes behind but they play out the games here guys you play the game you play till the end of the game and you can't have it both ways do you want time limits or do you want to play the game so people are coming up here to Corky's from literally all around the country hell it could be the world for all I know and they're giving you what you came for you're playing the games yes there's even a consolation bracket which some people think is kind of stupid well I think some of you are kind of stupid Again, you got many people driving for hours. Let's go have fun. I mean, I think the, say, according to Bales, what did we end up saying, Bales? The prize for the consolation winner in C was, had we gotten there, was, I think it was up to four dozen balls, your entry fee back, and I remember the team that put us out said something like a free pair of pants or something. I mean, obviously that's a joke, but they were still giving you some value back for it. I actually think the... I think I did finally hear that the four cases of softballs were the prize, which you're still talking 200 to $250 right there. So again, something's better than nothing, but it was just kind of funny to hear some of these other people and teams 
bitching and moaning about that they're waiting a while. I mean, you know, we our game that put us out, we got switched fields. Again, the staff did a great job. They moved people around as necessary. Umpires were there on time, ready to go. So, little and no complaints here that I'm going to listen to because I, I saw it with my own eyes. Um, could be a different story in a different division. I can I can only say it for Fairbolt myself. But I know Dini down in Owatonna and open, you know, wall tease guys. If you got anything, let me know otherwise. But it's cool Friday night to see tease play on the show field. Uh, it, same idea. Yeah, it was fun to see some of the guys you know out there playing that was that made it better but again it's part of that I'm experience I'm telling you about the Friday night and Saturday night show games in Owatonna are unlike anything you're going to experience around where we're from so even if your team's out and you're staying or whatever you want to do just go check it out it's really fun to just watch and be a part of the atmosphere and see who's walking around and talking about that for a minute who's walking around had the pleasure had him on a couple years ago when Lawson said I asked him who the nicest guy in softball is and without fail he answered Leaf Nemo just wasn't even a thought in Lawson's mind that was the name that came out of his mouth he actually picked up with Wall kind of hanging out after the game so I wanted to definitely say hello and Anarchy's got themselves a great ambassador on their hands. He he was everything Lawson said and more. A real gentleman, was kind, took the time to talk to you, polite, professional, as just one of us should be to each other, but also especially as a brand ambassador. Now there's other examples I could give you, but since I don't have my LLC in place, I won't name specifically because I don't want them to go running and consider it slander or whatever they would come up with. And this is all manufacturers. It's not even a specific one, and I'm not even going to name rattle off manufacturers, but there were three or four different manufacturers, factory hitters, that could not have been bigger dicks to not even me, just other people. Couldn't have been colder. You know, you had... I mean, we're all fans, guys. I'm fans. I freely admit I've said it on the show. I'm going to bring it up now. And he was not there. But Bryson Baker, I'm an absolute admitted fan. And I was hoping he was going to be there because I would have loved to walk up and said, hey. But there were others to not be mentioned. And again, doesn't matter across multiple manufacturers that clearly don't have a clue that they represent a brand. They represent a brand that they're trying to sell. But they're more concerned with, I'm cool, I've got my name on a bat, than taking Leaf's approach of, I'm some company has made me a brand ambassador, and I want to represent them with class and professionalism, and let people know what a great product I'm swinging, rather than just walking around looking cool and acting cool, or what they perceive as cool, when it's just, as I said, they were complete dicks. So thank you for that. Um, thank you for ruining some people's experience when they got to meet you and all it was was just people politely trying to say hello to you. It wasn't even, 
you know, boy band stuff where people are tearing at them or yelling stuff or provoking them. It was, it was all a positive atmosphere. And that really bummed me out. I wasn't, I, to be honest with you, there were a couple of them I had in the back of my mind that, yeah, this is pretty much how they are. And they lived up to the hype in the wrong way and even more. So, you know, thanks a lot for that guys. And I guess good luck in staying cool because you have your own bat, but whatever. Um, but on the positive side, again, it's just, it's a great experience up here. I hope more teams get in up here or even just travel to this area for a tournament because they're all run that way up here in Minnesota, whether it's Corky's, whether it's Fireman's, I know there's a couple others that I'm missing off the top of my head, or even when they run nationals up here. Um, speak to some of those people that have had their experiences. It, it's all how things should be. It's it's transparent. It's fun. So, great experience up here, and I was glad I got to be a part of it. If for the last time, it was, it was a good one to remember. I did forget to pick up my souvenir t-shirt, but that happens but again thank you got the hot dog review in I mean it was a brat but it was still delicious it's tubular meat on a bun with you know mustard on it doesn't have to be actually a hot dog that was kind of fun people messaging me about that wasn't actually a hot dog I whatever it was good it was an 8.1 I'm here you're not be jealous so far as that goes then also had the opportunity to play with and meet Samson Funmaker from Tomahawk Bat Reviews. He and Fabian, I know a lot of people are watching their reviews. I've shared a few of them on my page. Very cool to meet him. Couldn't have been, you know, nicer to talk to and it was great to pick his brain about, you know, just a little bit of everything about how he does his videos and the experience he's having with whether it's technology or impact. So it was fun to talk to him and look forward to talking to him again in the future. I mentioned before, I want to try and line up Leaf to be on the show. I uh, was hoping to meet a couple other people, but couldn't care less about having them on. Um, so I'll just talk to somebody else or just talk by myself like I am now. Killing time going down the road. But anyway... It was, it was a great time up here. I know, let's see, right now as we're speaking as well, Sunday you got E and Women's out in Hastings. I know, I saw Recruiters, I'm, I'm driving, I'm not going to go look at it. I know Recruiters is looking like they're fighting their way back through the loser's bracket, so they could be definitely dangerous today. I think on the winner's side, I know it was... You have a Mayor Homes and a Willett Construction matchup, and then OE, and I want to apologize ahead of time to who I'm forgetting while I'm driving, but I know it's another good matchup. I don't think it. I think I don't think it's Pettit, but um, again, should be a good Sunday of ball played. And then you have the ladies' side. I know that semi-straight got put down the loser's bracket later on and some really good games were played there I had a couple people up here keeping track of that so along with the 
ELA ladies that were playing up here in the Women's Open. Watched a couple, a little bit of their live feeds. Looks like they've played pretty well. So ladies, nice work there and safe travels back along with me to you. Um, but again, a lot of big day for softball. Big weekend for softball with Corky's being moved. And then next weekend you got C&D State out in Hastings. Uh, topic of conversation, obviously, was the brackets that came out. Uh, chatter started a little bit when Ian Women's came out, but then also definitely hyped up when I shared the C and D brackets, where you have five teams in C, and then you have some in D. And there was a little bit of chatter about D, but it was mostly about C and D where you have Pioneer Auto and Bow Elevator playing a play-in game to Omaha's finest who got the bye and on the other side it's Jake's Bar and Carmichael's so initially what jumped out to me frankly and everybody others that saw it was just in general the the bottom three teams and then the top two teams what who were represented um but moreover and I was speaking with an actual representative from USA Softball of Nebraska. Had a really nice chat with him on, uh, th yeah, it was Thursday when I posted it, shared the brackets for everybody. Yes, I get it, and we're going to talk about the draw and all that stuff, but a big frustration for myself and a lot of others is common sense is not entering the equation as often as we would like to see it. But trust me, players and officials, administrators, we're not all innocent, okay? Um, if, you know, you want to throw a rock at a glass house, it's up to you. But again, there's work to be done on both parties, guys, and I hope we work together to start cleaning things up and get things running again like they really did used to be and as I'm leaving an experience that was. So... Hopefully we can get that rectified, but the thing that jumped out to people, obviously, is you're going to have a rematch of the C-State Championship from last year as a play-in game to get to Omaha's Finest, and then basically, you know, the two bump teams are up top and guaranteed a top three based on their placement, so again, it, Jake's and Carmichael's, it's not sour grapes, you had nothing to do with it. I don't buy into the, you know, this, that, and the other. I, I, I take it at face value that it was drawn out, as they said. But the point being is that they do also have the power to move things around. And yes, two years ago, so it was the 2019, and it, Luke and I did a podcast. We attended the winter meetings. And what they did at that time was they adopted a bylaw. And it, it's there. You can go on the USA Softball of Nebraska website. And I encourage you all to do so. One thing, one narrative that I'm not going to let move forward with us um, as players, the information may be difficult to find on their website. It's not, it's not the easiest thing in the world to operate and navigate, but it is there. They're not hiding anything from us. So don't act like, again, don't act like there's some secret that isn't out there. No, you just need to go look for it. You can find it. There's bylaws, there's the rule book, there's 
both the national rule book and the local rule book. So go there, do your own research and go check it out. Ask questions, stop making statements. Go look, at, go look, go see what it says. And then if you want to be upset about what you see, be upset about it. But let's start to affect positive change. And that's what I'm trying to do and always have been trying to do. And anyhow, so they adopted this bylaw whereby teams from the same district cannot be matched up in the first round. So that's where they do the hand placement of, if necessary. And so that's how, for example, I'll just use the five team draw because I know there are a bunch more in D, but five is going to be easier to work with for me and for you to comprehend. Jake's and Pioneer Auto are in the same district, so they could not play each other in the first round if, if they were under the current bylaws. Had that draw come out that way, so whether it did or didn't, they would have had to have been hand-placed and moved. So, you know, again, that is what it is, and many people have said, hey, <clears throat> pardon me, why can't we and why don't they do the live draw? It is this bylaw that is in place. So if you really want to have a live draw for the state tournament, there is not, again, that, that is a false myth that I'm going to squash right now. There is not a rule that outlaws live draws. That's not a factual statement. What prevents it is this bylaw because... What would be done now is, with this bylaw in place, it is perceived, and there is some truth to it, I, there is a debate on how long they think it would take, but, so when you have a larger division like E or even D, if you keep, you know, let's go with, uh, let's use the two examples that, again, I used before, so first team that comes out is Jake's Bar. And then the next team they pull out is Pioneer Auto. Their perception is that, well, they would obviously have to say, well, we can't do that. We need to put Pioneer back and pull another team out, see who we get, until they do, they get an, a proper matchup that abides by the bylaws. And they feel that that would take a considerable amount of time to accomplish, which I, again, I agree with their premise that it takes a little longer, but I do not agree with how long they think it would take, and I'm not going to, you know, the, the person gave me an idea of how long they thought it would take, and it, it definitely, even if that were the case, it wouldn't take as long as they think. But that being said, we would need to get rid of that bylaw, so we would need to, again, go to the slow pitch meeting, discuss it, ask them to remove that bylaw so we could do live draws. <clears throat> so again, we would ask them to remove the bylaw and in place of it do live draws. So what do we need to do in order to accomplish this? Let's talk about it. First off, there has been feedback, and yes, I've actually heard a little bit of this, and I it's truthful. I understand it, where they say that you know, teams play each other in leagues or local tournaments all the time. And, you know, again, let's just use uh, Sam's. Samurai Sam's is playing in D State this year. So, you know, a lot of those guys play in the same league together. 
actually that's a bad example so uh Ah, hell. But you get my point. Okay, so two Lincoln teams who the perception is that they play all the time locally against each other, that they could not be matched up right away because, again, it's same, you know, same faces, just different places. Well, that is true to an extent, but really, being the softball world is so small, when you think about it here in Nebraska, you could say the same thing about I'll use Bow Elevator, who I play with primarily. Bow Elevator and Carmichael's are in two different districts. But Bow Elevator has to play, shoot, I think we've played, we've played easily five games against Carmichael's already in about as many tournaments. So, again, what I'm saying is it's not cut and dried that because of this equals that. Again, bow elevator same deal with twisted lasers we've you know you play them in tournaments or you go down to, they drive down to Kearney to play in that league again it's just my statement it's just league bro but also we all as teams make choices to go in tournaments and play in them so if we keep choosing the same tournaments and again it's the same faces same places or different places that's our own choice and responsibility so I don't think it's this huge, and this is my opinion now, I don't think it's this huge adverse effect to once again be playing, again, like I said, if Carmichael's and Bo came out of the hat, we would just laugh because it's like, geez, like this year we just seem to play each other every time, ha ha. It, does it suck at the outset? Yeah, but hey, you got to beat everybody to win, which, you know, you can say that about now, like we would have to be Pioneer, then we would have to be Finest, and then we'd have to beat the winner of Jake's and Carmichael's, or the losers, and work our way back. So, yes, in five teams, it's not that hard of a concept. It's hard to do, not hard as a concept. But again, the point being that it's, I don't think it's this adverse effect on the game that we're just constantly playing each other. And I also based on, again, the law of probability, when you, yes, when you have five teams, that's a, that's a higher likelihood of a matchup that you would not typically want in a local area, but also with more teams become more probable results. I know math is hard for a lot of you, and me too at times, but again, it's something you have to consider is the law of probability. If you have 30 teams the likelihood of even if half the teams are from you know Omaha and then the rest are scattered around the state yeah you're still going to have a certain probability of chance to match up but it's not just this automatic given so if we want live draws and let it play out and let it as it is and part of the live draw process that I want them and I tried to reiterate with the USA Softball of Nebraska official is that we don't trust each other. It's it's sad to say, it's disappointing to say, but players and coaches don't trust administrators. And I'm not I'm not talking about umpires. We're talking about the powers that be that create the tournaments and whatnot. Because obviously we're still willing to, you know, we're still going to be upset about it, but we're still more than willing to hand over our money and keep playing, which is the part I don't get frankly where you know, 
if you feel that someone's doing you wrong and you perceive that they're stealing from you, why would you keep giving them your money? But hey, that's you, not me. But again, we'll see. If you really want change, we have to make positive change. We have to t attend these meetings. You get a hold of your district commissioners. You ask them to represent your thought process. You have a player representative, Rick Ferguson. That is literally his purpose is to represent us as players at that meeting and our outlook and output. So, you know, next time he just walks up to you and starts chatting you up, start start talking business, not pleasure. Really, let him know how you feel in a constructive way. Again, I want to offer you the idea of the concept of fact, problem, solution. So you have what you perceive as a fact that creates the problem, but you also offer a constructive solution to the problem. You don't just say, this sucks, or this is bullshit, or this is stupid. No, you say, as I've said, okay, I didn't like the way that the C division bracket came out. Okay, what's the, what is, I perceive the problem. Well, the problem is this bylaw in place that does not allow teams to just come out randomly because we need to protect what the bylaw is designed as the integrity of keeping teams in the same district from playing each other. Okay, the solution is, let's throw that out, let bygones be bygones, pull it out of the hat, let the, again, as I've said, the law of probability and averages play out and let's see what happens. So again, a fine example of that the Hall of Fame qualifier a few years ago where I literally did it myself. Rhino was nice enough to allow me to participate. I pulled a Franks and Sam's matchup right out of the gate. You know who didn't say a word? Franks or Sam's. Because again, it's not the team you want to, you don't want to see a team or a game like that right away if you're playing in it necessarily. You know, doesn't hurt to get what is perceived as an easier matchup on paper out of the way earlier to get some swings and get your team loose but came out of the hat guys came out of the beer bucket is what it is saw it with our own eyes saw the piece of paper saw the names so hey cool can't beat that again that's why that concept works and that's what I want them to try and understand and is a frustration for me is that again the perception of that is the part that they're not understanding is that it leaves nothing to the imagination. You know, Luke and I, during the pandemic, we sure, we did the conspiracy show and one of them we talked about was the frozen envelope. There's no frozen pieces of paper or, you know, one's laminated, the rest aren't. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's all on the level. And if they wanted, if we wanted to reach across the aisle, I'd be, again, I'd be happy to help if, if their folks aren't comfortable doing it necessarily. Or if there's something that, you know, I, I think there are some logistics systematically that need to be in place. But hey, I mean, we can work with these things. We can work within the rules and guidelines, but also have a fair and balanced and irrefutable way of doing these brackets. And that's what we all want. We don't trust each other. We don't believe anybody. And... It is a sad statement, but those are the facts that we're dealing with currently. So, 
that's something we need to address. But for those that want to do the live draw, that's the only way it's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, is there are rules that need to be changed in order for it to be accomplished. And it can be done. We've seen change. We've helped to affect positive change. You know, we can't, we can't just do it all at once. But we, we're still doing it, and it works. And I want us to continue to work within the system. And as I've said, even if you have a perception that it doesn't work, so quit showing up. I mean, revenue speaks as well. If there's no one to play in the tournaments, there's no reason to run a tournament. So if you perceive and believe, you and your team, that whatever tournament it may be that always comes out the, up on the schedule and you don't feel that there's a fair shake or that there's something fishy going on, stop going. You're not required to play in these things. It's as simple as that. This is a choice. You don't have to. Go do something else. Go somewhere else. Some people have chosen to do that more often than not. You know, I would actually encourage you to help even alleviate these these bylaw, you know, problems and probabilities that they believe. Go travel elsewhere so people really don't see you that much. You know, I mean, represent the area well. Do us all proud. Play hard. Bring back hardware. Don't be a dick. So, you know, that's pretty much where all that lands. Um, kind of going to wind down things. And... Um, it's going to be hard for me, but I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to try. Um, unfortunately, yesterday morning, got the sad news that we lost Rhino, Ryan Wilms. Um, definitely by myself and others, he was very beloved in our game. Always loved Rhino and the conversations he and I had, and he's going to be missed. Um, we knew that he definitely had health challenges, and I, I know... Rhino, I know you've... I know you fought all the way up until the end, and I miss you, and I'm proud of you, and I know your family is, and um, just want to share a couple of fun Rhino stories that I have and experiences myself. This is, oh, five or six years ago. Um, we're up, I know it was up in La Vista. And he's working, and he and I get to chatting behind the plate as we would all the time. And that was so great. We talk softball, we talk life, baseball. You know, if there was some hot car that drove by, you know, like a, I think we saw a Ferrari one night, and he and I both dozed off and started looking at the Ferrari. And you know, luckily nothing happened within the game, but it was it was funny. But anyway, he and I are sitting there chatting, and th this would happen once in a while where. And I don't know if it did with anybody else because what I loved about Rhino was he was human. I mean, sometimes and too often, you know, it ain't easy being blue and I get it, but it doesn't hurt if, you know, if, if we're just people to each other, you know, just, we know you're human. You just, just act human. Like, just, 
just let us know like it's okay to say hey you know i might have missed that one or whatnot it, it really is it's okay like if you're hustling in position and you know nobody's perfect hell i'm the furthest from it but you know anyway rhino and i were back there one night and there's a ball hit to the gap and my guy gets it in on a line and there's a cloud of dust a second and he turns to me he goes jake odd or even and I said, what? He goes, odd or even now? And I go, odd. He goes, nope, it was even. He goes, safe. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, wait a minute. I go, did you just odd or even me? He goes, yeah, man. He goes, look at all that dust. He goes, you can't see anything from here. He goes, I had to do something. And he goes, so I may as well be able to blame you for being wrong now, right? But it was just, that was Rhino. I, I, I mean, I love him. I'm, I miss him. And, uh, I know a lot of us do too, so Rhino, thank you, bless you, be at peace my man, and uh, we'll see you on the other side, and all of you, thank you again, um, good luck, like I said, 2021 season's winding down, uh, good luck to, again, Championship Sunday at Corky's, Championship Sunday out in Hastings, good luck to all the teams, and no coast is the best coast and I'm out.